I think often people have this weird conundrum, like I've either got to like be someone I'm not and be like this kind of creepy, yucky sales guy, or I've got to be the loser who doesn't make money. And that's just like, you want to be the, you know, the douchebag or the loser. That's a really hard choice. <laughs> it's not, right. a, not a choice I'm prepared to make. Right. So we've all gone, well, actually, I'll take option three, please. And that's kind of rock star with our own platform. Salesmarketingprofit.com. Real world case studies, no theory, just real results. You're listening to SMP with James Schramko and Talkie Moore. James Schramko here. Welcome to Sales Marketing Profit, and I have my co-host here, Talkie Moore. Hey, man, how you doing? Very good, thank you. Awesome. It's great to be talking sales marketing profit. Can't wait. It's my turn to present a case study today. Yeah, yeah, super excited to dig in and find out what you've been cooking. This one will really appeal to anyone in a sporting coaching niche. Yeah, right. I've got plenty of sporting coaches in my group. Seems to go really well with the sort of stuff that we talk about. And it's not always as easy in the beginning, though. So let's talk about what the frustrations were for my case study. Yeah, totally. Let's do it. So we'll be talking about Brenton Ford, who has a website called effortlessswimming.com. I think I've heard him on a... Another podcast with you at some stage. Is that does that sound right? Yeah, we we actually probably did a a pilot of the case study template a way back because Brenton's been a student of mine for a long time, and yeah. he's still in Silver Circle. He gets great results, and you're about to find out why. Let's do it. So, as with most people, I mean, he's quite young, but he's a very talented coach and really good swimmer. But he found it was very frustrating because a lot of the info products that he was following from, uh, I guess, the gurus had marketing strategies that he didn't feel comfortable with uh, that, that were like borderline spam generation. And in particular, he had a uh, he was an, an uneasy feeling around this heavy email pitching and hard selling and these screaming red headlines. And he didn't feel that that fits his persona. Mm. And he also didn't really see that he could step into the limelight the way he wanted because at the time it, it kind of like he had this feeling that internet marketing is where you go behind the scenes and you send out a lot of rubbish and try and trick and manipulate people. Yeah, right. I think that's that's super, super common. I, like, I, I think 90% of my clients can relate to the first one of don't, you know, like I've seen how I'm, you know, quote unquote supposed to market and they hate the spamminess, the hard selliness, the kind of the cheesiness of it. And so if there's, yeah, and they're kind of looking at both of us for an alternative. Yeah, and sometimes people get confused and they think, oh, I, I want a really good-looking website, but I, I, you know, I know I'm supposed to do one that sells. I'm like, you know, you can do both. Yeah, you totally can. And, hey, can you explain a little bit? The, the last thing you said before I jumped in was about sort of the I am spammy behind the scenes thing. Tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, so a lot of them are like hiding behind pen names and churning out spam bot sort of article syndication yeah, right. on, like on mass. And you would definitely put yourself a few layers behind the veil there because you don't want the public thinking you're some kind of mass splog spammer. So there were uh, there's a lot of third party sort of hiding from the front line. You can't put yourself out there if you use those tactics. No, you totally can't. And so this whole podcast, it sounds like, is about authenticity. It's a lot about that. It's a, it's about stepping out because one of Brenton's real challenges was this fear of putting himself out there and not really knowing how to do it in a way other than what was being taught. Yeah, I love that. So we had this framework, uh, which I was using at the time for my own clients, 
and for myself. And Brenton was one of the first people to take this on board as a customer, and that's the own the race course idea. Totally. So do you want to talk a little bit about you know, own the race course now or do you want to kind of save that and come back to it in a little bit? Well, it'll kind of reveal itself, but I'm going to, I'm going to share a common misconception about own the race course. A lot of people think it's just about content marketing. And I get invitations to go and speak at events all around the world and say, hey, you're a great content marketer. Can you come and teach us about Own the Race Course? But the real thing behind Own the Race Course is about ownership. It's about lack of compromise. And with Brenton's struggle, he didn't want to compromise his brand values. And he also didn't want to compromise the way that he wants to do his marketing. But he also needed to get a result. So most people are thinking about run the race course, not owning the race course. A lot of people are the horse in yeah. the race. Yeah, totally. uh, and, an example of that is someone who's set up solely on Facebook mm-hmm. or only on YouTube. So you, you see this. Some people only have a YouTube channel and they build out all these videos. They have a huge following. Only trouble is that if something happens or the channel gets or the rules change. turned off or the rules change, sometimes they just get switched off completely, off the grid instantly. And also it's harder to build your email list in some cases yep. from these environments. And and then another one that's not so obvious is it's actually harder to make money in those places because there's a lot of other things going on in those places, especially YouTube and Facebook. You're competing for the attention of everyone else. And, you know, if you go to like a YouTube convention, I'm sure some of the most popular channels with millions of views are probably not making the sort of money that you might expect they could and certainly not the money that some of our students are getting. No, 100% right. I love this. So just I think it would be helpful for everybody. I mean, I know your OTR really well. Most of my clients know about On The Race Course. But just do a – can you do a 30-second – here's what it's about and we'll get into the details in a minute. But I think it would be really useful for, for people to kind of – have a lens to look through it for. It's about building your own platform. So it, for most of us, it's a WordPress website that looks good, that converts really well, that is the home for your attention. And you put your best content there and then you use all the other sites to go and populate a little seedling to point back to your website. And that's the one main step that I add for my clients is like, Rather than just go and put your best stuff on Facebook or sell directly from Facebook or put your videos on YouTube, why don't you put it on your website and then go and tell everyone that you've done this and they can come back to your site. And this opens up a world of possibility. For one thing, if you have a great domain, and we talked about that in a previous episode, you're building your brand strong. You control what's happening. So it doesn't matter if Facebook flops or YouTube flops or they ban your Google AdWords account or Pinterest goes out of fashion or heaven forbid you had a MySpace account or whatever, then you just, you know, substitute, you know, roll in the next latest, greatest thing and have a little presence there, but use it as a place. It's like snakes and ladders. You're just putting all these little... You're putting ladders there or snakes there that take from there back to you. Exactly. And and one of the ways I describe it in the course is about your website being the head of the octopus yes and then you've got all these tentacles out and you can grab the fish where they are and bring them back to the head of the octopus and then for modern marketers we have the possibility now to actually tag customers when they visit our site and to follow them around a little bit if we want to get into the high level stuff Mm -hmm. but for now it's a great way to build your email database which we know is one of the greatest assets you can have 
Mate, thank you for doing that. I know that uh, you know, this whole podcast is about Brenton, but the strategy he used is this OTR, own the race course strategy. And I just want people to have a little bit more context for it before we jump in. So let's jump back to Brendan. Yeah. So I've talked to him about OTR and he starts implementing. Perfect. So the, the real actions he had to do is to create and publish information that show that he is the expert and that he can do it in his way on his site. And then he can then have his Facebook fans come across to his website and find his opt-in and find his order button. Importantly, you want to drive people to the most wanted action. And for many of us, it's we'd like them to buy something. Yeah. So now he gets this reach and recognition because he stepped out and said, here I am. This is me. This is my website. Uh, he attracted a much higher caliber of guests on his podcasts. And, and podcasts and OTR just go hand in hand because, yes, you're using the iTunes platform to get your content out there, but it's actually housed from your website. And if you do it right, at the end of each episode or even in the middle like I'm about to do right now, you can send people back to salesmarketingprofit.com or your equivalent. And so you listen to this right now on your iPhone or your you know, whatever device is, you know, this is going to sound a bit creepy, but James and I are reaching at you right now with our tentacles, and we'd like you to come back to the head, please, at salesmarketingprofit.com, right? Exactly, and the and easy way to do that is you put things of interest. You say, well, there's show notes or there's resources you can download and that you get access to stuff you can't get just from having the, the outpost version. Perfect. Right, so he also now started getting Olympians on his show because they know who he is and, and he gets recognized. He goes somewhere like, oh, I know you. I've listened to your podcast and, and uh, I've seen your website because it's there. It's got this real dominant presence. And then he can interview national swimmers. Of course, this is a positive cycle. The better guests you get on your show, and I use the word your show because uh, you, can, you can frame it as your show or your site. In my case, I, I do both. But mm. uh, if you just have a master site, you can sell your memberships from that. You can sell your consulting or your strategy call or your affiliate offers. Uh, you could just sell the idea that people should join your email list if you don't have anything to sell right now. But it is, it's the place where it all happens. Totally. So sales tripled. By the way, should we give him a pl- – like what's his uh, URL? Effortlessswimming.com. Perfect. And he's now finding it really easy when he reaches out to people to ask them on the, the show because they're like, oh, yeah, I know your stuff. They watch. He puts out videos all the time on how to swim better with less strokes, to breathe properly. Now, I don't know too much about swimming, but over the years we've worked on different things. And some of the real lessons here are about just share the stuff that's really relevant to your business that your customers are super interested in in a way that feels comfortable for you and do it on your own site because you can adjust and adapt you can update the theme you can move the content and display it in a way that suits you you can be as uh, assertive i use the word assertive instead of aggressive do you like that i love that be as assertive as you want with your uh, email list but this email slash blog combination is such a great asset and then you're not dependent on on other things Mate, I totally love that. I know uh, from conversations with you a couple of years ago, this totally changed the way I did my, you know, kind of not not only the way my site looks and feels, but my whole kind of, you know, the fact that there's two podcasts and a blog with great content each week is completely, you know, it's just OTR, a strategy that I, you know, that I learned from you. So thank you. It's helped me a ton too. Yeah. And it, it's the business model that I use to generate several million dollars in sales 
without having to do live webinars, without launches. having affiliates, without having big launches, without having to speak from stage, without running a lot of paid traffic. It's a, it's a great platform if you do want to run a lot of paid traffic or have an affiliate program or do a launch. It's just going to add. But yeah, just, you just build a beast is what you've done. Yeah, I'm getting like a thousand people every day come to my site and a whole bunch of them opt in for my free course and many of them go on to purchase something and this happens 24-7. It's the ultimate salesperson really is your website. Love that. Hey, um, I've been scribbling down some notes here and there's a couple of big you know, things that I'd like to underline or circle or highlight. If we go back to Brendan's problem when he first started, uh, you know, he knew he needed to kind of get his word, you know, get the word out there, but he wasn't comfortable doing it the way that everyone else seemed to do it. And so with Own the Race Course, he's found a couple of things. I think, firstly, he's found a way to do it in his own style, you know, that he can just be, you know, like you are, like I am, the good guy who teaches great content. So he doesn't have to be like a hard sell spammy douchebag. Yes. I think often people have this weird conundrum, like, I've either got to like be someone I'm not and be like this kind of creepy, yucky sales guy, or I've got to be the loser who doesn't make money. And that's just like, you want to be the, you know, the douchebag or the loser. That's a really hard choice. <laughs> it's not, right. a, not a choice I'm prepared to make. Right. So we've all gone, well, actually, I'll take option three, please. And that's kind of rock star with our own platform. Um, so number one, he's been able to do it his own style. I think that's a great takeaway for everybody. Number two, um, instead of trying to kind of borrow space on somebody else's platform where you don't have control, he's built his own platform. So we've got number one, own style, number two, own platform, but number three, he's done, he's done the octopus. And so he uses other, all the other platforms, you know, the YouTube, the iTunes, the Facebook. Guest post, guest podcasts, platforms that you can go anywhere else, but you've got this central callback. Exactly. And so the tentacles reach out right across the interwe- interwebs and bring people back to you. Even offline. Completely even offline. It's brilliant. Um, the, the fourth thing that I'd like to kind of highlight that you mentioned was the, the you know, MWR, most wanted result. You know, when somebody's on your site, what's the one thing you really want them to do? And so we've talked about, you go to your, your order page, and and uh, indirectly, you also said opt-in. So I think kind of there, there minimum, you want uh, a great opt-in offer, you want a uh, a buy-now offer, and maybe you want a, a hybrid, which is the, you know, if you do a webinar, it's to come to my webinar, like the... Uh, well, you can do that on your thank you page if you're opt-in as well. Perfect, exactly. So you can have your opt-in and you can say, by the way, running some training. And, you know what? And I'm going to have a crack at running a couple of webinars here and there. I think when, Yeah, I think it's only going to boost stuff. So it's it's optional for me. However, I know that a lot of our listeners are going to be using webinars. So you can have your amazing free giveaway. Then you can have your opt-in upsell to a, a webinar and the webinar can take you to anything. But here's something very important about OTR. It works for anything. I've seen this work for, uh, like in Brenton's case, he sells coaching clinics, teaching people how to swim properly or fast. He sells a membership, which is the primary business model that I teach now, a recurring membership. This guy's had a recurring membership putting money in his pocket every single month for years that we've been working together. And he can also sell anything. Like You can sell keynotes. If you don't even have a product, you can sell someone else's as an affiliate. Mm-hmm. My own website does six figures in profit from just affiliate offers, which is just a little side thing. It's like one little extra navigation option on my site. Yeah, it's like you're over the way. It is. It's like, well, you know what? You're going to ask me what I use for this, that, and the other. So here it is. This is what I use. It's, it's such a simple addition, and it, it fits with my idea of the uh, chocolate wheel where you find all of the related products and services that your central customer will need. And if it makes sense, you either create or affiliate 
or resell or whatever arrangement you like for that same customer from the same site. And you can control that through simply having a products tab. And on the products tab, you can have a problem solver, which just helps people identify with what challenge they're experiencing right now. Love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we did a lot of analytics and heat testing on my site because we get quite a lot of traffic. And our newest version of the theme is going to display the products chooser option across the top of every single page, much like most people would put an opt-in as the feature box. Mm, Love that. Because for me, that's the, uh, well, I say MWA, the most wanted action, but whether you're an A or an R, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go with A. I probably just wasn't listening properly. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if you've been using that for years. I totally have, but I'm just... going to go with MWA. It sounds like a rap group I used to listen to in high school. <laughs> it's yeah, you got to listen carefully. I love it. <laughs> so okay, well that's great. So uh, problem solver, uh, listing the the actual people's problems, not just you know I've got to this and I've got to that. But if you link, if you're going to list them by, you know I want more website traffic, or I want to learn to swim better, or I'm scared of the water. Yes. You click a, click the appropriate button. It's just talking in the customer's language. It's brilliant. And if you put that on the top then you're just going to compel people, you know, just going to make it almost irresistible for people to check out your stuff. Yeah, and you can put a little icon that represents that thing and make it easy. Less choices but a clear path. You want to help someone get to where they need to be within just a few clicks. Totally. Love that. That's brilliant. So a couple of little refinements that uh, speaking with Brenton, uh, he feels made a significant difference and I would have to agree. On your about page, this is where you can really turn up the spotlight on you. And for that reason, I recommend, and I know you do this, get a professional photographer to get some shots of you. Speaking of which, there's a photo of me on the sales marketing profit site that's like 52 years old. I had curly hair back then. Can we change that? Everything's possible on the internet. <laughs> Legend. I'll send you one today. Let's get that yeah, just send a check across. And. <laughs> Oh dear! No, but uh, there, there's uh, you know the ability for us to change. Yeah, you've got a you've got wonderful hair. I mean, it really does offset my lack of hair. So, dude, I had wonderful hair. Now I've got like <laughs> less, still wonderful, but less uh, hair. Imagine if you didn't have such a good business model, you'd be completely bald. Mate, it'd be terrible. So, other things are if you can get yourself on a camera or a microphone and take the media uh, up to the higher level of richness beyond yes. text you're going to get into the next level because, firstly, there's less competition. There's way less competition on iTunes than there is on for text articles. There's way less competition for video marketing than there is with just text articles because some people are scaredy cats. And you don't have to go on camera if you don't want. You could just use keynotes or slides. Yep. Uh, you can use infographics if you want to be very visual. So I've been running an experiment for the last month to see how much my blog could generate and sell without me having to go on the camera and with limited podcasting. And what we've been doing is recycling paid masterminds, speakers, uh, videos from my events, and just going out and, you know, doing some legwork, rolling up the sleeves, researching stuff and creating amazing infographics to educate our market. And every single one of these things has a hook back to our paid solutions. So think about this. Imagine a sales page with a thousand offers. Like like it's just a long like I call this long line fishing, you know? Yep. Imagine a trawler and you've just you're putting out the line and it's got hook, 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 and you're just trawling across the ocean. When you get your OTR blog set up, 
you could just keep adding posts and every single post is another opportunity to get found by Google, another opportunity to share it on Facebook, another opportunity to pin your picture on Pinterest, another opportunity to be in podcast iTunes, another opportunity for you to give something and then ask for something in return, i.e. come along and buy something. Totally. So you want to just keep adding content and once you're set up, that the hard work's done and you can then be the leader of existing discussions in the marketplace. Now, I'm very deliberate with that wording. You don't have to invent a discussion. I could simply go to 10 podcasts in my market, have a listen to the posts that are there or the podcast episodes, make a few notes, and then get into the marketplace with my take on that and have a discussion. I could basically wheel out my website as a soapbox and say, Boom. And I've seen a few marketers do this lately. They actually, in some cases, if you want to be controversial, you can explain why a common theory is wrong. So I quite often will talk about why I don't think the Ascension model is relevant anymore. And and I can have my point of view on it because it's definitely a discussion going on in, in marketing circles. So I contribute to that discussion and I spin it around a bit my way and put out my content. And if it's controversial, if there's drama, if there's conflict, if it's interesting, if it's high value, it will get shared. And we're in an age where things get shared more than ever. And if they happen to be sharing your website, which builds your list and sells your products, that's awesome. Totally. Yeah, 100%. Totally loving this. By the way, I'm really enjoying that we've... uh added to the Brenton story. And thanks, Brendan, for Brenton for being, you know, kind of willing to share here. But I love that we're getting some insight into, you know, kind of what's working for your business and my business, you know, as well as the Brenton piece. I think we should do more of that as we go forwards. Well, it's it's the same thing. And the real point is this works for any type of business where you have, especially business to consumer. It's a great way to say, here I am. I'm the person you need to be speaking to. Yeah, love that. This is good. That's basically what I got. It's it's uh, had a profound impact on the way that Brenton is able to do business. And I also noticed he does travel and surf and enjoys life. And, and, and he's been able to do this with stability because now he's got a safer position where his website's under his control and he can switch in and out different means of getting traffic. It might be press releases. It might be Facebook campaigns. It might be um, putting up videos on YouTube. It doesn't matter because... Yeah, the tentacles can change. The tentacles can change. Like if you chop them off, they regrow. Did you know that? They regrow. Exactly right. So it is a slightly longer (laughs) game plan than uh, putting up a a page with a webinar invitation and running Facebook ads tonight. And I'm sure that type of tactic is going to come up a a few times. This, This is a longer game. But it's a strong game, a really strong game, and it really complements other tactics. Dude, I, I totally think so. Lots of people, you know, uh, myself, clients, all sorts of people do your know, Facebook ad to webinar, and that's brilliant for like get things, you know, make things happen now. But for every every time, let's say you run Facebook ads and you get, I don't know, a hundred people or three hundred people or whatever it is, or you know, a thousand people to register for your webinar, there's going to be a bunch who don't show. And if you're like most people, you just go, oh, that's okay, I'll just run more ads. But if you're smart, you go, great, they didn't show up. Well, they didn't buy. Let's make sure that there's something for them to come back to regularly. Now that you've got them in the on the email list, all we've got to do is bring them back once or twice a week to the next piece of great content. When they click the link, they kind of watch your video, they listen to your thing, or they read your article, look at the infographic. Next to that is the call to action to do the very next thing in the in your kind of buying process. It's cool. Exactly. Now let me just run this 
scenario past you. Would you rather I send you a sachet of instant coffee once a week or if I turn up at your doorstep with a fresh coffee from the local shop? Uh, I'm going to go with option B. Yeah, right. Can, so, you, can you put ice cream in it? Because I only like coffee. Yeah, I know you like the – what are they? Agoffos? Affogados. Affogados. Yeah, bring me hazelnut, hazelnut, uh, hazelnut uh, gelato and a coffee. We're good. Yeah, so that one. So now it's actually easier. Every single person you bump into, where, wherever they enter your database, whether it's from Facebook or the, the, the excess from a webinar that didn't buy, even if they're customers, this is, this is the wonder of OTR is that you can now, instead of having to have 100 pre-programmed automated tricky-dicky sequences, that's a patented name, by the way, you can now just use the freshest best approach, which is what I do. I put something on my website and then I freshly broadcast it to my list. Like, here's something I've just made for you right now. And over time, you can find the ones that have the best opt-ins or best conversions and by all means, put them into an autoresponder or set up a Facebook campaign. Right now, I'm running a Facebook ad to the highest converting post that I've made, which is how to create a free training course. Yeah. And I'm, I'm using a form that I drafted after we've got together and we're talking about you know, I've got all these ideas, but I really need to to put them onto forms and help other people. And and you've helped me with how to do forms. So this is now the most popular post. So I run campaigns to that, and people will opt in from that because they want to download the PDF. And the next email they get from me will be whatever I post yeah, tomorrow fresh. or yeah. next week. It's I'm turning up with that f- fresh stuff. And here's what happens: people will never leave your email list as long as you continue to give them more value than what you take. Love that, man. I think that's a really good good spot to pause. Let's wrap this up with some action steps. Yeah. Uh, if if I want to be like Brenton or, you know, listener, if you want to be like Brenton and you want to get started with this own the race course thing, uh, James, can you give us like three get started steps? I don't have to be like the whole strategy, but kind of three steps to get started. What, what do we need to do? Good domain name. Yep. Get a self-hosted WordPress website. Yep. Connect your email autoresponder slash CRM thingy. Yep, and then find out the biggest challenge or discussion going on in your marketplace, and create your first piece of content to publish. Love that. That's four steps. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it. I think that's <laughs> dude. Good yeah. great case study today, Brenton. Well done. Tripled sales with OTR. Completely love that. Uh, so domain name, self-hosted WordPress. Now, if if that, if these steps are complicated, don't get too bogged down in it. A, a good domain name. Go back and listen to our episode. Two. We've we've talked about it. Uh, so two with uh, Greg. Yep, yep. Episode two, we talked about good domain names. Uh, Word WordPress website. It's really not that tricky. If you if you struggle with this, we actually sell them for two hundred ninety nine bucks installed. My OTR theme, and you can change the color. And my team would help you put it on your server or tell you where to get host. If you know nothing, they'll guide you through it. Or if you if you want to go like Taiki and I, like all the way to the top, uh, you could hire a, a designer to you know draft your dream. But I wouldn't recommend people start out like that. I would just get going with something fairly simple. Like if, even look at salesmarketingprofit.com is a very simple website structure for what we're talking about here. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. And uh, in terms of creating and publishing the content. The first step is just to figure out what people need, which you talked about. And secondly, just answer a question. Like if you, for example, Brenton's a swim coach. I'm sure he gets asked a ton of questions all the time about how do I do this? How do I do that? 
just answer. Exactly. He just has to go to his inbox or his help desk or any function in the industry. He's going to come away with a notepad exactly. full of ideas. Right. Find out people's questions. And even the comments, comments on a post will guide you. We could go back to episode one where we had 63 comments, and I imagine we could create yeah, we totally 100 could. blog posts off that. Love that. So great case study, James. Thanks so much. And if you want to, if people want to kind of get a one-page summary of the case study, what the problem was, what the fix was, and what to do about it, how to apply OTR in this case to your business, then just go to salesmarketingprofit.com. And uh, under today's episode, you'll be able to download the one-page PDF, which summarizes the whole piece, and you'll kind of be able to uh, add some radness into your business instantly. All right. Thanks, Taki. See you, man. Bye-bye. See ya. You're listening to SMP with James Franco and Talkie Moore. Visit salesmarketingprofit.com.